Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A goal without a strategy is just a dream. If I'm putting in the work, God is going to put in some work too. I've never seen the God that I serve never show up. Today, Anthony's sharing how you can turn your dreams into reality. We can't manage what we don't measure. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe so you can be notified every single time we drop a new video. Alrighty now, let's jump into the show. Welcome to the table. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get real. We're going to get right. Oh, building up wealth. We're going to give life. Welcome to the table. Isn't it funny that uh, every new year, the first month of the year, that's when we sit down and rewrite down our goals and rewrite down the vision for the year and rewrite down, you know, things that we want to accomplish. We go out there, we do, you know, a vision board, a goal board. Uh, you know, we have our little cocktail days and I don't know what they call it. What they call that thing, Jay, when they be making the little um, little board things, mood boards, uh, vision boards, and whatever they call it, whatever they call it. Isn't it funny, though? We wait until the beginning of the year to think about the year. Think about that. We wait until the beginning of the year to think for that year. You know, being the CEO of a company now, I've had the opportunity to be around other successful businesses who are doing, you know, 50 million, 20 million, 100 million, um, even a half a billion dollars a year. Um, and, and, And one thing I've learned with all of them is they spend time in Q4, right, in Q4, October, November and December, thinking about and strategizing for the next year. So this way, when January 1 hits, all their goals are laid out on paper, the strategy is laid out on paper, the system is laid out on paper, and they hit January 1 running. And so every successful business that I've been around, we we spent, I'm saying we because my company is spending this month in the month of November, we're thinking about 2024 and even thinking about 2025 a little bit, right? Because when January 1 hits, we want to hit the ground running. And I think this is very important for us to take this practical information on what successful businesses do and apply the same system and strategy to our personal lives. I don't want you thinking January 1 about January, February, March. No, I want you thinking about uh, uh, January 1, October, November, December of this year. October was last month. We should have been thinking about that last month. So we need to spend November and December thinking about the next year. And so I am literally going to give you 10 things that you have to do before Christmas, 10 things you need to do before December 24th, because we know once December 25th hit, we ain't thinking about nothing. We're going to be eating good. We're going to be around a family. We're going to be opening up Christmas gifts. We're going to be partying. Y'all going to hit New Year's and go crazy. And I'm cool with that. But if we're going to be a successful business, I said it, if you and I as individuals are going to have a successful life, we got to start thinking about it right now. And and, and I want to challenge you. I I, want to challenge you because because um, 
If, if you're dating someone, if you're married, if, if you have kids, um, this is the first time I ever said this, but I want you to watch it, listen to it now, but also I want you to replay it. I want you to have a family dinner, get some pizza and, 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 and put this up on YouTube. Um, um, and I want you to watch it with your loved ones. If you got a boyfriend, talk, call your boyfriend. If you got a girlfriend, call your girlfriend. If you got kids who, who can comprehend, right, what I'm saying, hey, put this in front of them because your kids should be thinking about what are some of your goals next year, son? You say you want to go to college and you're in the eighth grade and you're transferring into the ninth grade. What are some of your goals? What are you going to do in the ninth grade year that's going to impact your college experience four years from now? Hey, bae, I know we want to pay off our house. I, I know, babe, we want to go get a brand new house. I, hey, babe, <clears throat> I know you're talking about you want to, you know, elevate your job or transition your job. W what are we doing? What is the strategy? What is the system that we're going to put into place to make this thing happen? And when you're watching this, there is a link in today's show notes. It's a simple PDF. It's nothing. We didn't put too much into it because I really wanted to make sure that we give you some practical things you can do. Watch this to walk you through the things we're going to talk through today. So don't worry about taking notes because the PDF is going to give you all the things you need to do. And up beneath each PDF is going to be some questions and some answers that you can fill in. Because I want to make sure that we give it to you properly and you can have an amazing 2024. This is going to be the year. 2024 is going to be the year that we start building our own table. We, we start putting things together. And I'm not talking about a physical table. I'm not talking about we're going to the wood store. We're going to build a physical table. No, the table that I'm sitting at represents our life. How do we start building our lives to where we, we now have financial freedom? We have financial peace. We have, we have options. And there's some things that we got to do. And 2024 is the year that we're going to start really taking our table, our lives seriously. So I want you to dial in. I want you to be plugged in. If you're driving in the car, listen to this on the podcast, audio version. Cool. Great. Dial in, turn it up, send it to a friend, send it to a loved one. Y'all have a party. Have a party, man, man. If y'all, if if y'all, uh, DM me, um, uh, a group picture of uh five or more people watching this video, I'm gonna give away a thousand dollars. I'm gonna give away a thousand dollars to that group, and I'm gonna say, you know what, man, all y'all go to dinner on me because I'm serious about this. I want to see people. I want to see people seriously taking the year 2024 a lot better because there are some people. They made goals for this year and they did not accomplish it. So I want to give you some quick stats, just some quick stats that if you listen to what I'm saying today, you're not going to be in these numbers. Here's number one, a staggering 92% of people who set new year goals never actually achieve them. So people who set goals never achieve them. 14% of people with a goal are 10 times more likely uh, to be more successful than people who do not have a goal. So while 92% of them are not accomplishing them, but at least 14% of them are more likely, meaning if you have the goal and you have the proper system and strategies in place to accomplish that goal, you will be successful. People who vividly, vividly describe their goal on paper are more likely to be successful than people who do not. Watch this, watch this. You got to write the vision, make it plain. You have to write the vision and make it plain. 
Your goals not only need to be in your head, but they need to be on paper. You see, um, my philosophy to this is um, a goal without a system, a goal that's not written down, it's just a dream. I think we have a lot of dreamers. We don't have a, we don't have a lot of doers. We have a lot of people that send it back. Oh yeah, I want to buy a house, but you didn't write it down. You didn't come up with a system. You didn't come up with a strategy. So it's just a dream. No, no, no. We are doers. We're going to get it done. We're going to get it done because it's going to be on paper. It's going to be attached to that PDF. You're going to write down what are your goals for the year. And when you write those things down, y'all, for the rest of this year, we're praying on them every single day. We're praying on our goals every single day. This next stat um, is, is very, very interesting uh, because I understand the stat, but I, 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 I want to talk about this stat just a little bit. Next stat is 35% of all people cannot accomplish their goals because they're unrealistic. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I agree with this that I understand it that you know our goals should be realistic, but our goals should not be only to the point where I can accomplish them. And and so funny is when I said this, I'm, I'm pointing to my, my my hoodie that I have on. Um, I believe I, we should have two types of goals: my goal and then a God-sized goal. I often get questions about life insurance, where to buy, how to find affordable rates, the simplest application process, and most importantly, where to secure coverage instantly. People don't want to wait a long time. They want the coverage right now. Given the startling statistic that nearly 40% of African-Americans do not have life insurance coverage Today, it's even more critical to address these questions. My recommendation to all these questions is simple. My friends over at Ethos Life Insurance. These are the people who hold my life insurance policy. You see, their mission is to simplify life insurance and make it accessible online to everyone. No paperwork, no medical exams, or check this out, no blood tests. You simply answer some health questions online and just like that, you can secure coverage the exact same day. But the cherry on the top family, Ethos offers an incredible deal that I wish I had when I signed up with them for my life insurance policy about two years ago. You see, when you secure a life insurance policy through them, they will throw in a will and estate plan for 100% free. <laughs> I, I'm tripping and I'm excited at the same time because I personally spent $2,500 on my estate plan at the beginning of this year. So getting it free with a life insurance policy that might cost you as low as $50, that's a no brainer. I mean, like none. Don't just take my word for it. You see, Tanner R., a customer, uh, secured a $500,000 30-year policy without a physical exam through Ethos. He says the price was great. The process was completely easy. You see, Ethos truly values our time. You see, Alex got approved for a $1 million uh, policy in just five minutes. She said, simple and straight to the point. Comments were surprisingly user-friendly and great communication. So 
Are you ready to protect your family's financial future? Don't let this statistic define you. I want you to get covered today and get a will and get the life insurance policy and get the, uh, um, the, the what's it called, the uh, estate plan for 100% free. All you got to do is go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash ethos. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash ethos. Secure your coverage today and ensure peace of mind for your loved ones. All right, let's get back to today's show. And when I say a God-sized goal, I'm like, okay, um, I know that if I bust my butt and I use the gifts and the talents that God has given me and the resources that God has given me, I can make $50,000 this year. But God, I'm not just going to pray for that because I'm using the gifts and the skills and the talents that you put on the inside of me. And I know that with me working strategically and smart, I can make X amount of dollars. I can make $50,000 to be an example. But God, if you want to come in here, I'm going to say a God size go that God somehow through an extra hobby, through something that you can do, we're going to make $100,000 a year. We're going to double our income this year. We're going to, we're going to double our business this year. We got to have God size goals. I, I don't limit myself to what I know God has given me. No, I'm always stretching myself. God, what can you do? And what can you do? What can I do? What can we do together? Because I'm going to pray like it all depends on you, but I'm going to work like it all depends on me. And that's a God-sized goal. I don't I don't dream a minimum. I dream big. I dream big enough that I know God can do it. That I know if I'm putting in the work, God is going to put in some work too. I've never seen the God that I serve. I don't know about the God who you serve, but I've never seen the God that I serve never show up. I've seen the God that I serve. If I work hard, God is working. And, and, and watch this. When I'm not even working hard, God is still working. And so we got to have God size goals. And those God size goals are important because I believe when God feels as if we understand and know that he is a God of all. He, he has everything. And he feels as if that we need him. God is like, all right, cool, great. You understand it. You get it. I got you. You go do what you do, and I'm going to do what I do. So I want to give you 10 things. He, he, I, I, I want to start off with number one. Here's number one that I want you to do this year before 2024 hits us. Number one is I want you to reflect on your financial wins and missteps. Okay. Number one is I want you to reflect on your financial wins and missteps. I want you to make a list of all your financial wins and then make a list of, of the things you could have done better. This is going to be hard. I'm going, I'm going to be honest with you. Hey, you know what? Um, um, one of the financial missteps that I almost made was purchasing a home when it was just me. Purchasing almost a $3 million home. The home was actually going to be right at about $2 million, but the land was right at a $1 million. And I almost had a financial misstep as a money guy. So what was a financial win for me? Not making that decision. What was a financial win for me? We just got a studio that we're building out so we can get this out of my house and we can start impacting and helping and building more shows and impacting more people. What was a fin financial win for me? Man, I bought my dream car and I was actually able to buy it for lower than what I thought I would honestly be able to buy it for. I saved money because I was patient, I was willing to negotiate, and I was willing to walk away. What's a win for me? I was able to make investments. Write down all of your wins. 
and celebrate those wins. You might have been able to pay off some debt. Maybe you was able to pay off your, your first credit card. You know, maybe you was able to put $1,000 into a savings account and you didn't touch it at all. Here's another financial win. Anthony, I tithed for the first time this year. That's a win. List all of your wins and I want you to celebrate your wins. Because when we celebrate our wins, wins, it gives us energy and it gives us forward movement um, and forward momentum because now I'm like, okay, wait, I could really do this. But then the hard part is, okay, I, I could have did this better. I spent too much money on eating out this year. I bought a car that I should not have bought. I know Anthony says, don't do not finance a car. And now I'm feeling it. Hey, you know what? I started a business maybe that I should not have started because I didn't do the proper research. That was a financial misstep. Once you list all of your financial missteps, the next thing to really ask yourself with that misstep is what did you learn from it? What is one thing you learned from, from your financial misstep? I want you to be honest. Man, I learned that X, Y, Z. And it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. Trust me, it's hard for me to sit down and tell myself, you messed up. You, 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 you kind of, you could, you could have did that, could have did that a little bit better. Um, I had the opportunity to invest into a company, um, earlier this year and I didn't do it. I didn't do it. That was a misstep for me because I missed out on an opportunity to where right now my money would have been, oh my goodness. And the misstep, what did I learn from that is I should have stepped back and did some more research and not went by, and, and I should not have gone by what some of my peers were telling me because the peers that I talked to about that situation were not in a financial uh, place like myself to make that investment. So they were making and giving me uneducated advice. When I should have done my own research and look at it and talk to another friend that told me about that opportunity to get the truth about this company. And I missed out. I missed out. So what, what's my lesson from that? Don't listen to people who do not make as much money as you and ask them for money advice. It's almost like I'm asking a single person who's never been married, never been in a long, in a long-term relationship and asking them for advice on marriage. I learned a lot. So that's the very first thing I want you to do this year. This quarter, I want you to write down all of your financial wins. You're watching this with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your spouse. I mean, even with your kids, young people, if you're watching this with your parents right now, you know, your financial win is what did you do with the money that your mom and dad gave you? What did you do with your birthday uh, money? If you're getting an allowance, like what did you spend all your food? Did you spend all your allowance on, you know, the cafeteria and the snacks at the cafeteria line? Did you spend all your money on, you know, new shoes and clothes or did you did you save it? Did you invest it? And, and if the word if the word investing and saving is new to you right now, then I need you to ask your mom and dad right now. What is saving and investing mean? Parents, if you've never had a conversation with your kids about money, about saving, about best investing, about IRAs. That is a financial misstep that you need to write down. You missed out on the opportunity to educate your kids on how to invest. But if you did have that conversation, that was a financial win. I educated my young people 
on how to properly invest. Have the honest conversation. List them down. It's on a PDF that we sent you. Okay? Be honest. The only way we can make improvement is by being honest with ourselves. No, you're not going to hell because you're missteps. You have missteps on your list. No. This gives you the opportunity to make it right and to not make the same mistake next year. That's number one. Reflect on your financial wins and missteps. Number two, I want you to examine your past three months of bank statements, okay? I want you to go in your bank, uh, online banking account. I want you to download the last three months, full three months. So if you're watching this right now when the show comes out in November, this means you should be looking at October and the last two months before that. What was that? July, September? No, August, September, and October. So August, September, and October, three months. Get you a highlighter, okay? Get you a highlighter. And what I want you to do is take a close look at what you're spending your money on. So I want you to highlight, get like um, three or four highlighters or get your iPad, download the PDF onto your iPad and you will have all these different colors you can highlight. This is what I do. And I want you to highlight, uh, get one color for food, Get one color for um, 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 expenses as far as like your utility expenses. Get one color for rent and mortgage. And I want you to see what color stands out the most. Like how many, if you have, let's say, let's say food is blue and you see blue, 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 blue. I want you to add up how much money are you averagely spending on food? If you have another color, which is a good one, y'all ain't gonna like this one. If you have another color for uh, um, your subscriptions. See, a lot of us say we, we'll get on, we'll go online and hey, try this free for thirty days. Try this free for fourteen days, and we forget that we're even paying them because the fourteen days passed. We gave them a junk email, and we forgot that we had to give them a credit card to try out this app or to try out this free three months of Apple Music or two months free of of Netflix or whatever that is. And the next thing you know, we're paying out a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars in subscriptions that we're not even using. And so I want you to pull your bank statement literally and take a close look at what you're spending your money on. What subscriptions did you forget you started and what can you cancel? What can you cancel? And something that I do every single year that I do, right, is I get a brand new debit card every year. January 1, no, December, going into January, so sometime in December, I, I call my bank, say, hey, I need I need a new debit card with a new number. I don't want just a new debit card. I want a new debit card with a new number. This resets everything. So if I forget about some, subscrip some subscriptions that I just started in December and November, I'm starting fresh. Here is the thing, though. I have a list of all of my accounts that are on automatic subscriptions with my debit card that I want to keep then I will go back in there and update my debit card information. I suggest that everyone do that at least one year. It prevents fraud as much as possible. Cause you know, sometimes people who are in the fraud space, they'll get your debit card two months before they even actually use it. And so when you're getting comfortable, when you least expect it, expect it that's what happens. So pull your bank statements and I want you to really sit back and really, really think about Okay, do I need this Spotify? Do I really need Apple Music, Spotify? 
Mm, I could choose one. Do I really need Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, HBO Max? Do I really need all those? Apple Plus, Disney Plus. I was like, goodness gracious. Even I would even asked myself that, like, damn, bro, do you even watch all this stuff? So I canceled maybe about five streaming apps. I was like, no. I really don't. Because all these streaming apps, for the most part, have the same somewhat shows. Now, don't get me wrong. I know Netflix is going to come out there are shows that's only on Netflix. Amazon's going to come out the shows that are only on Amazon. I get that, right? But in the stages of trying to build wealth, do you really need to be spending $100 a month on these apps? And then you also have cable and you have internet? No, you guys. What can we counsel on? Do you really need five different apps to edit your pictures? Oh, he got one app because this app makes my, my skin look better. Oh, this app is real good because it just makes the lighting better. Okay, this app is real good because they're real good with the eyes. Oh, this app is real better because they know how to do my hair. No, no. We, we got to go through and look at what, what subscriptions can we cancel? And looking at your bank statements, I'm going to tell y'all, y'all, it's going to tell you how much money you're spending on your food. When you can really realize, dang, on average, I spend about $500 a month on eating out. What? It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. But we are assessing our financials. We are assessing what are we spending our money on. And it's important to understand, especially as a family, as a couple, what are we spending our money on? How do we do this? All right. So here's number three. Here's number three. I want you to calculate or update your net worth status. I want you to calculate or update your net worth status. Some people have asked me, what is the true definition of wealth? And a true definition of wealth is wealth measures the value of all assets of worth owned by yourself, by you, your spouse, your family. Wealth is determined by taking a total market value of a physical or, or intangible asset owned by you and subtracting the debt. So for an example, um, let's say that you have a home uh, and it's worth $100,000, right? You owe $75,000 on the $100,000 home that it's worth. That means that you subtract $75,000 from that $100,000. That means you have a net worth of $25,000. A net worth of $25,000. Hopefully that makes sense. I'm gonna give you another example so we can, so we can be true. Let's say um, um, you have, for an example, a um, hundred thousand dollars in the bank, but then you have twenty five thousand dollars in debt. This means you have a net worth of seventy five thousand dollars. What's very important for us is that we have to spend time to where we are tracking our net worth. We should be updating this at least two times a year. I do it um, always at the middle of the year, my birthday, July 1st, um, and then also at the end of the year going into the next calendar year. I do this every single year. I, 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 July 1st, because that's my birthday, I reset. I have two, I have two years that I celebrate, uh, January 1 and July 1st of every single month, uh, of every single year. July 1st, I sit down, okay, what am I worth at next year? It'll be 40. 
What is my net worth at 40? I want to know. I have the conversation with my financial advisor, my CPA. This is my net worth. I update uh, my estate plan, which we're going to talk about that today too as well. Uh, but I, I want to know that. And then at the end of the year, I want to know what am I going to the year with? And throughout the month, I'm tracking it with my budget. I'm tracking it with my investments. I'm tracking it here. And so one thing that I put together was a wealth builder tool that will help not just myself. I've been doing this on an Excel spreadsheet by myself. I said, you know what? Why not make this available for my, my community, for my family? Why not create a tool or create this in a tool that other people can use in my community that will help them track their net worth? And so we have a wealth builder tool that you could purchase for like 10 bucks and you are able to type in, you know, your salary, type in how much you're investing and we're going to calculate everything for you. We're going to suggest you invest this much or you can go in there and put in, hey, this is exactly what you're doing. If when you get this wealth builder tool for like $10, right? We're going to give you a whole PDF on how to work this tool and how to track and update your net worth as you're going. I don't care if your net worth is $5 right now. If you are going to progress, if we're going to have God-sized goals, if we're going to start building our own table, we have to start tracking our improvement. And if you see that, hey, my net worth is only $5, or let's be real, my net worth is negative right now. If you, if you follow the strategy that I'm giving you right now, that I'm teaching on this platform, you'll be able to see improvement with your net worth because you're following a system and a strategy and because you're tracking it. We can't manage and track. No, no, I'm saying this wrong. We can't manage what we don't measure. We, we, we can't improve what we do not measure. We, we can't improve something if we're not tracking it and we haven't put a system in place to make it better. And so this Wealth Builder tool is a tool that I use. I, I use it every single month. I'm tracking, okay, how much did I invest this month? How much did I not invest? Okay, cool, great. Um, I'm even tracking. Okay, wait, I spent some money over here this time. Okay, cool. All right, let me let me step back on that. So it's a free tool that you can use. We're going to have the information. Not a free tool. It's a ten dollar tool. I want to make it free, but I had to get some 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 money from it because I believe if you make a small investment um, into it, you'll use it wisely. So we're going to drop that information in the show notes. You can get that literally um, right. Now, uh, here's number four. I want you to assess your debt situation. I want you to assess your debt situation. You all know me. I do not believe in any debt outside of a mortgage um, and outside of real estate. If you want to go out there and get your real estate property, I I'm all for it. Go borrow the money. Uh, use that so you can get into the real estate game. Uh, but for me, I believe in financial freedom and I believe financial freedom starts with limiting your debt. And so what I want you to do is pull your annual credit report. Uh, you don't have to pay for this. You can go to annualcreditreport.com. We will put that in the show notes. You go to annualcreditreport.com, pull all three of your credit reports. And I want you to look at how much debt do you have. Then what I want you to do is use the debt snowball method.
What's going on, family? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Now, before we get into today's show, I want to talk about something that's very important to me. You see, growing up, seeing folks who looked like me on TV, hearing them on the radio, or reading their words, it showed me we could own our own narratives. It's more than just seeing black faces. It's about hearing our truths. You see, legends like Oprah and icons like Tyler Perry, they weren't just entertaining. They were mirrors of our resilience, our joy, and our struggles. That's why NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths hits totally different. It's a whole vibe of celebration, capturing every shade of our experience. Imagine diving into the tales that speak to our soul, from the laughter and love to the real talk about what shapes us. From legends in the game to stories about our everyday heroes, this collection has no you see, recently I got to tune into an episode and let me keep it real with you. It's like sitting down with my family. The host, the stories, it's all about us and it's for us. It's real, it's raw, it's relevant, and it's uplifting. Showing every facet of being black in today's world. It's time to level up our playlist. After today's show, dive into Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR. Wherever you get your podcasts. Let's keep making sure our stories are told by us for us. Now, let's get to today's show. What's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Have you ever wanted to uh, get into a new culture? Or are you even thinking about taking a trip and you really want to know what people are saying around you? Or maybe you're like me and you want to learn something new. I remember how hard it was to learn a language in school because the textbooks, it wasn't enough for me. Well, let me introduce you to my new friends over at Rosetta Stone. It's a top choice for learning languages and has been for over 30 years. Now you can use it right on your computer or on your phone. It's more than just trusting and remembering words. It's about getting deep into the language, being able to speak, listen, and even think differently. You see, Rosetta Stone has 25 languages from Spanish to French to even Japanese and a whole lot more. They even have this cool speech recognition called True Accent that helps you say things right. And there's a special deal just for you. A lifetime membership to all 25 languages for 50% off. So don't wait. Now's the perfect time to start learning a new language. My listeners can get this awesome deal for a limited time. Just go to rosettastone.com today. Start unlocking languages and traveling with no worries by going to rosettastone.com today. Let's forget about all these language barriers and let's get into today's show. What's going on, family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. 
So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. The debt snowball method is going to where you literally line up all your debt from smallest to largest. So if you have a $500 credit card, a $1,000 um, personal loan, and let's say you have $10,000 in student loans, you're going to line it up in that in that area, $500, $1,000, $10,000. Then you're going to make your minimum payments on, on each one of them. And then as you have more income coming in, as you are getting uh, extra income from your side businesses, you're putting all that extra income on top of your small balance first. And then you are paying this off as you're tracking as you're paying this off, you're updating your wealth builder tool. Hey, I just eliminated this debt. So that means now you have more wealth coming back into you because remember wealth is tracked by everything that you own minus debt. So when you pay off the debt, it puts money back into your wealth building process. Boy, this is good. This is some good information here. So as we're eliminating our debt, we're putting more wealth back into our pocket to where now, watch this, you're not wealthy just because you got out of debt. No, you have your, you have your tool back to you. Now we're using that tool to make investments back into that. And we're going to talk about that. We're we, we, we going to get there. We're going to get there. But if we're going to go anywhere, I want you to go into 2024 assessing, okay, I'm going into 2024 with $15,000 in debt. Okay, I'm going into 2024 with $25,000 in debt. And we're going to pay off X amount this year. Our goal is to pay off all of it this year. Again, we got to set realistic goals and we got to have God-sized goals. We got to pray. We got to pray that God, hey, my skills um, and resources and let's say, for example, we have $50,000 in debt. My skills and resources, God, can pay off $30,000. I, I really need you to help me get this other $20,000. Send me something that's going to help me get this other $20,000 because I would love to be debt-free in 2024. I would love to be there. And God can. He can send you some extra stuff. He can blow up your side business. I mean, it, it could just be amazing. So again, we're praying like it all depends on him. We're working like it all depends on us. We have God-sized goals and we're utilizing the debt snowball. And for those of you who are saying, Anthony, no, I seriously want to take eliminating my debt seriously going into 2024. I need a little bit more information though on what I need to do. Great, cool, great. I have a free ebook. It's about 40 pages long. Um, it's, it's, it's an ebook on eliminating your debt. I'm going to put that in today's show notes as well. I'm giving you a lot of resources today because I really want to set you up in 2024. Like you're, you are getting a lot of resources today. Uh, and so we're going to put that debt elimination free ebook to I walk you through the entire process on how to eliminate your debt. That's 100% free. So you're going to get this ebook. You're going to download the PDF. That's going to really clearly map out how do we set our God side goals and vision on paper. And then you're going to get the wealth builder tool, which is $10. So you can start tracking your improvement. All of these information, all of these will be in today's show notes. Now I told you when we eliminate the debt, 
it brings back more money into our toolbox. Remember, income is our number one tool to when it comes to building asset. I mean, to when it comes to building wealth. And so the more debt we eliminate, the more money we have back in our toolbox to build true wealth. And when I say build true wealth, this means we need to be investing. And so I want to talk about what are the things that we need to really be maximizing on in the year 2024. So number five is going to be maximizing all of your retirement accounts. And so I have some accounts here that I really want to give you that I really want you to look into. Are you maximizing them? So let's say for an example right now, you're you're out of debt. Let's say um, um, you have not invested into these accounts. It is honestly not too late to start investing into these accounts because you want to take the advantage, advantage of the compound interest. So here's number one, 401k. In the year 2023, it's going to be $22,500 is the message that you can put into it. And so my thing is, if you have not invested anything into a 401k, um, you need to be utilizing at least the match that your company gives. If your company gives you 3%, if your company gives you 2%, if your company gives you 5%, at least put 5% this year. Get that free money. I literally uh, just started a 401k plan uh, with my company and I told my team, I said, hey, listen, I'm not getting into your personal business, but I'm giving you 3%, 100% max, and then uh, another 2%, 50% max. So pretty much that's 5%. You need to put 5% in there because the company is going to give us free money. Why not take advantage of that? You're leaving money on the table. When it comes to investing, uh, my, my friend and, and, and dear friend, Dave Ramsey, uh, he teaches this, and I believe in it 100%. I will live with this. Match beats, beats Roth. Roth beats traditional. So if you got a match, why are we not investing into that? Invest into that match. So you got the 401k. Then you have an IRA. So in the year 2023, uh, we can invest $6,500 as a single individual or $7,500 if you're above the ages of 50. So that's $6,500 into an IRA, and the IRA should be invested into a growth stock mutual fund. And right now we're seeing on average in between 8 to 12%. It all really depends on where you are and how you're investing it. Um, I know my IRA is seeing right now about like a 10% return, which is great money. I love compound interest. Uh, and so I, I would highly, highly suggest, suggest that you look into that. Uh, but a, here it is, though. That's a, That's a... An IRA. Now, here's the difference, though. You have the traditional IRA and you have a Roth IRA. Traditional simply means that you're going to put uh, money into that uh, um, and it's traditional. OK, now I, Roth simply means that you don't it grows and you're you've already paid taxes. You, you've, it's already good. All right, it grows tax free. Now, to invest into a Roth, you have to be making less than one hundred and fifty three thousand dollars as a single person. And if you're a married couple, you have to be making less than two hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars combined income. Roth is your best friend. A Roth 401k and a Roth IRA. Those are your best friend because it's growing without um, it's growing interest free. I mean, not interest free, but it's growing to where when you go to pull it out. Watch this. You don't have to pay um, taxes on the interest that was gained. So it's growing tax free. Get that free money put into a Roth.
So you're going to maximize your 401k, you're going to maximize your IRA, and then you're going to maximize your HS HSA programs. So this year, you have a $7,300 limit. Now, some companies will match the first $250 to $1,000. So the HSA has to be attached to a high deductible health insurance plan, to a high deductible health coverage plan. So I have a high deductible plan. Simply means that my deductible is like $8,000, but I'm only paying like $100, $120 a month for my health insurance plan. So just, I want to get too deep into this, but I want to be clear. A high deductible simply means that if I go to the doctor and uh, my checkup was $500, I got to pay $500. But if I have an extreme emergency comes up and I got to go to the ER and it costs, let's say for an example, uh, $20,000 for the ER visit for that time, well, I only have to pay 12,000, I mean, I only have to pay 8,000 and my insurance would kick in and cover the rest. I like that because I normally don't spend $8,000 a year when it comes to medical visits. I think I looked at it this year. I'm only at maybe $1,300 this year when it comes to my high deductible plan. But what I love about the HSA plan, watch this, it's so good. Um, my HSA plan, I'm able to put that money into that tax-free, right? And I'm able to spend that money on anything medical-wise tax-free. So I didn't pay any taxes on it, but when I go to my doctor visit to get my regular checkup, I use my HSA account. They send me a Visa debit card. I use that account when I go, I use that debit card when I go to uh, to the hospital and they charge that account. Because I have a lot of money in my HSA account, I'm actually able to invest some of it as well. So I keep a certain amount of money available for any visits and then I invest the rest. But if I want to use the rest of it to pay for my medical bills, I could do that. I could do that. So this year, I want you to take advantage of your, of, of maximizing your investments. If you haven't, y'all, and you got money just sitting in your savings account because you don't like investing, no, you're wrong. Use the power of compound interest. Please, please. I got five more. Um, and I, and I want to, I want to, I want to get through these. Here's, here's number six. I want you to update or establish your estate plan. Now, some of you all are not going to like, or you're, you're really not going to like this. We have a hard time of dealing with truth sometimes. Um, can I be honest with you? We don't, we don't want to accept the fact that one day we're going to go home and see the Lord. We, we don't want to have the real conversation that one day we're going to go to sleep and we're not going to wake up. And I think that it is very unselfish of us to not prepare so good. To prepare our loved ones for our transition. We think, I, and it bothers me because I have people who are close to me, friends, loved ones, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the state next year. I, I'm going to do this, the state when I get some more money. I'm going to do the state this how can you be a father? Ooh, I, I'm, a, I'm trying to say it respectfully because I don't want to be disrespectful. But how can you be a father? How can you be a husband? How can you be a mother? How can you be a wife? And say that you love your family, but you push off protecting them if something was to happen to you tomorrow. When I hear people say that, I, I, I hear excuses. Because when I look at you, you got on some Jordans. 
When I look at you, your hair is done real nice. When I look at you, you go out to a real nice restaurant, but you love your son and your daughter. You love your wife. You love your husband, but you haven't taken the time to sit down and say, you know what? I'm going home one day. And the Bible is very clear. We don't know the day or the time of when God will bring us home. And I think it's very selfish of us to not willing to be uncomfortable for our season. Ooh, so our family can at least only mourn our passing when we die. I remember someone in my, um, um, someone uh, in my good family, in my family, one of my close friends, uh, she said, man, you know, because we had the estate plan in place, the only thing I missed was him. I don't think y'all, I don't think y'all got that. She said, I lost my husband and the only thing that was impacted and I missed was him. I don't miss income. We don't have no drama. I can just mourn my husband because we had everything in place. We had every single thing in place. I forgot the celebrity that just passed, but um, I forgot his name, but his girlfriend at the time, who is the mother of his daughter, says she got to sell dag on t-shirts because he didn't leave nothing to him or he didn't have an estate plan. Brother man just knew he was going to go to sleep tonight. He knew he was coming back home, but he didn't come back home. I'm single with no family. I'm single and I don't have nobody. But I have a business and it would be stupid. It would be very selfish of me to sit here and have people working their behinds off for me and something happens to me and I don't at least give them something to where they can at least have some time to, I hope, mourn my passing. <laughs> but then also position them in a place to where, hey, we're still getting paid. Hey, the company is still going to provide for us as we are in this transition time. And so my family over at Ethos, if, 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 if you don't have an estate plan, and some of y'all think, well, Anthony, what's, what's all an estate plan? Um, um, I'm about to get to that right now. But my family at Ethos has made it so affordable for you to get a full estate plan for free if you get an insurance policy with them. If you don't get an insurance policy with them, I think to get an estate plan with them is only like 400 bucks. Can I be real with you? My estate cost me about $3,000 to do it because of all of the dynamics that's involved in my estate. But when we're looking at you know, the average nine to five W-2 employee, your your estate is not going to be as difficult as mine is. And if you're watching this right now and you're 25 years old and you only got a Honda Accord living in an apartment, you still need an estate. You still need to be super clear on what you want done with your assets. Because watch this. Here's everything that's inside an estate. Your last will and testament. Spend some time and tell your family, hey, for the funeral, I want this. I have a full list on my estate of, hey, here's who I want to pray. Here's who I want to sing. My mama don't, she's not singing. I don't care how many family members ask my mama to sing because my mama's singing at everybody's funeral. No, my mama's going to mourn me if I pass before she passed. So mama ain't singing. I want this person to sing. Here's the speaker. I want this person to speak, <clears throat> not my daddy who a preacher. I want my daddy to sit his butt down and just celebrate that I'm in heaven if I go to heaven before him. I, I literally lay it down. Here's what I want done. And I have the full list of everything. So that way I'm, I'm thinking about them before me. Then you're going to have a revocable trust. 
You see, a will, anybody can make up a will, but a trust is legal. My attorney signed it. It was notarized in front of a witness. So a trust determines where you want things and how you want things done. So all of my insurance policies, all my bank accounts, everything goes to that trust. And the person who I put inside of that trust then goes out there and, and does exactly what I tell them to do inside the trust. Make sure this person is paid. The company is taken care of. That person is taken care of. The trust tells the state, if both mom and dad get into a car accident and your kids are there, you don't have the grandparents fighting over what happens. And I get tired. Oh, I'm about to, I'm about to upset people. Oh, my, my mama would never do that. My parents never. You don't know what your parents would do during that time. And here's the truth. They shouldn't have to worry. They should read inside of your trust, inside of your will, what you and your spouse want it done. But we don't want to have that conversation. We would rather go out to Ruth Chris, spend $300 on a meal for me and my wife, rather than spend $300, $400 to sit down and make sure that our situation is taken care of just in case we don't get home. And it bothers me when I hear people say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get to it. No, get to that before the end of 2023. Have the hard conversation. And I promise you, I don't have any kids, but I already sleep better knowing that my mom, my dad, my nephews, my niece, my, my loved ones, my company, my, my team members, that they're taken care of if something was to happen to me. I'm going to feel so good up in heaven, smiling. I'm with Jesus Christ. And I know that I did the right thing with the responsibilities that God gave me well. You're not stewarding things well that God gave you if you're not having an estate plan. I'm just gonna be honest with you. You may not like it, but I'm sorry. That's the truth. It's the hard truth. And so that's that. Now, another thing is to beneficial designations. Your trust is gonna be clear on who, who are your beneficiaries. Number four, advanced healthcare directive. Let's just say for an example, you, you, <clears throat> You and your spouse or you yourself, if you're single, uh, get into a bad car accident and you're in a coma. Well, who's going to manage your stuff? Who's going to make the decisions for you? If I get into a bad car accident, my person who was over that will be able to run my business, make sure my team member is taken care of, make sure my bills are still getting taken care of because I have an emergency fund because I'm going to get out of coma. And when I get out the coma, I pray that my whole life is not messed up because I had people already in place to keep things moving for me as I'm getting through this hard time. Let's say, for an example, um, um, I get into a coma, I get into a bad car accident, I can't really think, I can't really operate, but we need some money to activate this. If there's no uh, uh, health care uh, directive or a power of attorney, then they can act, can't get access to the account to pay things that... I need right now, which is number six. You're going to have a power of attorney in there. Number six, I said number five. Then number six, current insurance policies. Number seven, proof of identity. Eight, titles and deeds. Number nine, account websites and passwords. Account websites and passwords. If something was happening to me, my parents are going to have access to my bank accounts. They would have to go to you know, the bank to get access to my trust uh, because that's why I keep it in a vault there, a safe there. They got to prove who they are because only a certain people have access to that. And, and, and this is all inside of a state plan. So listen, 
I want you to go <clears throat> to anthonyoneal.com forward slash estate. That is anthonyoneal.com forward slash estate. And there you'll be able to apply for life insurance. Uh, there you'll also be able to apply for, if you get the life insurance policy, it is going to give you a full estate plan for 100% free. Hear me clearly. I need you to do that. I was talking to a very well-known pastor, and I can't really say his name because I want to disrespect uh, this pastor, but he made the church, and he said something to me that just made me just cry. He said, man, this is a majority black church. He said, man, we did 400, over 400 funerals this year already. 400 funerals this year. And 20% of them had life insurance. And he said, and the life insurance policy wasn't even enough to take care of the family. It was barely enough to take care of the funeral expenses. So out of 400 people, 20% of those people had a life insurance policy, had an estate plan. So that means the other 80%, they had to do GoFundMes. The other 80% were arguing with families. Man, I was talking to one of my good friends and and, and um, she was telling me how her husband passed and uh, her sister and her was arguing over something because they didn't have an estate plan. And to this day, they're not talking because one sister got some money and the other sister didn't get any money when we know that the, the man who passed wanted both of them to have some money, but because it wasn't articulated correctly inside the estate, now the family is arguing over money? I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't live... I can't say it anymore, you guys. Get an estate plan. There's no excuses. I know it's going to be hard. You're going to cry. And I'll be real with you all. I cried. It. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It took me about a month to do mine. Because I was confused. I don't have a wife. I don't have a son. Team members can quit on me tomorrow and keep on moving. I was like, God, why am I doing this? And he simply said, because you're called to be a good steward of the things that I gave you. And the things that I gave you, oof, it's not just for you. And if you don't be clear on what I want you to do with the things after you're with me, it's not going to be done correctly. And I hate to say this, mom, dad, but on this earth, those kids are yours, but they're his first. And how many people are in the system? How many families are fighting for a loved one because they simply didn't spend the time? Say, hey, if something was to happen to me, my kids are going here. This is what I want done with my kids, with my home, with my stuff. So this this month, I'm updating my estate. I'm updating my estate. I do it at the beginning of every year, and I do it, like I said, July 1st of every year. I update the estate to make sure everything is good. All right? So that's number six. Number seven, I want you to evaluate all your insurance policies, you guys. I want you to spend enough time. I want to make sure you have the best interest rates. I want to make sure you have enough coverage. Hey, you guys, just don't get comfortable. Okay, I know you with this company. You like them. You've been with them for a little while. No, no, no. I want you, this month, I want you to call around and ask them, hey, call around. 
Get, get some different car insurance. If you're with Geico, call Allstate. Call, call a local company. Call around and say, hey, you know what? I'm looking to see if we can beat the quote that I have. I, 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 want, I, may, I want to keep minimum the coverage that I have, but if I can get a little bit more coverage and a less price, I would honestly like that. I'm doing that myself. I honestly just left one of the companies because I called around and said, hey, listen, you know, this company is great, but can y'all beat the price? Well, what's your coverage? Ayo, I told them my coverage. This company actually went up a little bit on my coverage and went down about 50 bucks on the price a month. I said, heck yeah, that's double savings. And then also too, you need to sit down and have a conversation with a financial advisor, um, uh, with someone like myself, and we need to sit down and make sure you have enough insurance policies. Your life insurance should be 10 times your annual income. So if you're making 100,000, what does that mean? You need to have a million. So you need to make sure you have enough coverage and make sure you get enough coverage for the right price. So I want you to look at all of your insurance policies, your health insurance policies, car insurance policies, homeowners insurance policies, rental insurance policies, um, all, all your policies that you have. Disability policies, if you have a disability policy, make sure you have the proper amount of coverage. Okay. And then here's number eight. I really want you to sit down and I want you to set some clear 2024 goals. Okay. Clear 2024 goals. And there's four kind of goals I really want you to set. Number one, what is a family goal? You know, what, what, if you are a family person watching this, if you're married, what are the goals that you and a family are going to aim for. And if your family, you, spouse, and kids, it should really be first, okay, husband, wife, wife, husband, what is the vision? What is the goal for our family? What, what are we doing for our family? What do we want to accomplish next year? We've already said we want to get out of debt. Okay, cool, great. Um, but husband, wife, do we want to get into therapy maybe together? Do we want to feel like our marriage is getting stronger in 2024? Do we, what do we want to teach our kids next year? What do we want our kids to learn? Like, write down what are the family goals? Do we want to go to Disneyland next year? Do we want to do a, a family vacation next year? Like, what is the family goal? Then after the family goal, I want you to write down what are your personal goals? How many books do you want to read next year? How many podcasts do you want to subscribe to and, and download and listen to on a regular basis? Um, well, do you want to get more education next year? Do you want to read the Bible in its fullness next year? Do you want to read at least one Bible study a week? Like what, what is what is your personal growth? How do you want to personally grow internally? If you're a husband, like how do you want to be a better husband? If you're a wife, how do you want to be a better wife? If you're a parent, how do you want to be a better parent? If you're single, what? How do we want to be better singles? How do we maximize our single season? The year of 2024 for me personally is maximize the season better. Not just how do I be a better man so I can meet the wife? No, no, no. What can I do better in this season that positions me to be a better husband when God does send that person? Well, how can I be a better person in therapy? How can I work out better? How can I eat better? How many more books can I read in a month? How can I be a better friend? You know, sometimes we want better friends, but we're not better friends. We want better individuals in our lives, but we're not, we're not being better individual in other people's lives. 2024, I'm being more intentional about 
showing up as a friend to other people. Who watch this? Um, some of us need to work on forgiveness in 2024. We're holding grudges and we're thinking that it's hurting the other person, but really it's hurting us. Because we got to go all of our way to feel this way and avoid this person, avoid that person. And it's only really hurting us. So what, what goals do you want to work on next year? And when you're writing down those goals, make sure to include them as in God goals. Like, hey, okay, this is something I know we bust our butt up, we can do it. But if we work on this together, if I work on this and, 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 I, and I, I got to rely on God on this, ooh, wee, that's a good goal. Then the next one, number three, is money goals. What's the money goals for next year? Do you want to make more money? You want to go back to school or you want to go get a boot camp certificate or um, 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 what, what's, what's that goal? You want to pay off debt? You, you want to um, um, have more money in your savings account? You want to save 10% down on your first home or, or 10% or 20% for you know, an investment property? What's the money goals? And then number four, this is number four. Yeah, it's number four. Your career goals. What are your career goals? And number five, what are your spiritual goals? So it's really all about, it's really, it's simply, how do we maximize and set clear goals? Clear goals for the year. Here's the last two things and I'm done. I really want you to, and this one's going to be difficult. I want you to scrutinize and really analyze the people who's in your life right now. I want you to step back and ask yourself, who's in my life and they are an asset to my life? Write those names down. And then I want you to ask yourself, who in my life may not be an asset, but they may not be a liability. It may not be a problem, but they're right in between. It's like, okay, they're they cool. You're going to write that down. I don't know what I want to call those people. Maybe they're just, maybe they're accessories. Like they're cool. Y'all laugh, but they don't really bring value. Maybe they bring value in a different way because you are laughing with them. You're just having a good time. But you know, if you're going through something seriously, you can't call that person. If you need advice, you can't call that person. But if you're just looking to have a good time and just chill and just have a great time, you can, you can definitely call that person. That's cool. But you need to know who's in your life and where are they placed. And then the third type of person is who's a liability? Who, who is someone to where you know that friendship just needs to dissolve? That friendship needs to go away. They're not bad individuals. They're, they're good people, but they're just not good people for where you're trying to go in life. And when you make this list, you know where people are. And on this last list of people who you know the relationship needs to go away, go, don't go into 2024 with those relationships. I don't know how to have that conversation with those individuals. I'm not a therapist. I don't want to I don't want to say how to do that. I think you need to sit down with a therapist. You can use BetterHelp um, for therapy. We'll drop their information in the show notes. It's in every show notes, actually, as a matter of fact. But I think that is something that you and your therapist or you and a mentor should talk about. Like, hey, 
I have these groups of these specific people who I know they're not they're not cool to be around. I don't enjoy being around them. I I can't trust them. Um, And they're always pulling from me. There's there's really no value there. And I just don't feel healthy in this situation. How do I have that conversation to let them know I still love them? I still respect them. But the access to each other needs to change. Because a key ingredient to building wealth and really getting to financial freedom is who's in your ear. Who has access to speak into your ear? Because what goes in our ear goes into our heart. And I am at a season to where I can't give everyone access to my ear. Because I need to accomplish things. I need to build my table. I I need to make sure that I am moving in a way that is bringing financial freedom, is bringing financial wholeness, is bringing, uh, 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 some people don't like the word prosperity, but I want to be, I want to have a prosperous life. I want to have the opportunity to choose and decide. I want my business to flourish. I want to see my kids flourish. I I have goals. I have God-sized goals. I want to be able to buy my kids their first house. I want to send them off to college without no debt. I, I want to be able to buy them their first car. I want to set my kids up to win so much that it's important that whoever is around me is affirming what I'm doing and helping what I'm doing and speaking into that so that way I can get there. I can't be around people who are always pulling from me, who, who do not understand the God that I serve, who do not understand the assignment that I have in my life. So those people, I love them but they got to go. And you got to have that conversation. And I'm ending with this on today's show. Here's number 10 thing you got to do. Once you go through all nine of those things and you write them down, you get the wealth builder tool. You start writing down how much debt you have. You write down your clear God goals, God size goals. You got to pray over it. I want you to spend a month of December praying over your God-sized goals, praying over your goals. If you get this hoodie, I want you to wear this hoodie and I want you to, to pray in it. Because like I said several times throughout today's show that if we pray like it all depends on him and we pray and we work like it all depends on us, we're going to see a huge difference. We're going to see God really move and really do some things. I'm going away with the team this year. And when we come back with our stuff, man, I'm spending the entire month of December praying on it. I just know I'm going to have one day a, an eight figure company. I believe that my company is going to make other seven figures in my company. That's the God's high school. I don't want to be the only one living and dreaming and and doing the things that I've dreamed about. No, I want my my team to also be doing the same thing. I I, I don't want just myself and not my family doing. No, no, no. I want the same thing. When God sends me my wife, I I want to have the freedom to be like, babe, where you want to go? I want to be able to call my team and say, hey, y'all, I'll see y'all in a couple of weeks. I'm taking my family over here to, 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 I don't know, wherever, wherever we want to go. I want to be able to do that. I can't wait. I made a dumb comment months ago. I can't wait to take my kids to Africa so they can see the beautifulness of Africa, so they can see all different aspects of Africa. 
not just what is taught inside of our schools and not just the foolishness that our parents taught us. I, I can't wait. I want to take them over there and, and experience the culture. I, I, I want to take them to, 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 to hopefully when this war is done to Israel and they can see Jerusalem. I want to, I want to, I want to take those kids, my kids, my family and just get away. And I'm praying over all of this because everything that I'm doing right now is for that. And it starts by building our own table. And so I'm, I'm, I am pleading with you. I am begging you to make sure that you seriously dive in to these 10 things and do them before the end of 2023. And I promise you, you'll thank me later. All right. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. I love you. God bless you. And I'll see you in the next show. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.